Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Anne Anderson is a certified angel card reader and assertiveness coach trained by Dorian Virtue, as well as a certified Reiki healer and a certified advanced soul realignment practitioner trained by Andrea Hess. Anne is the creator of Angel Place on Earth website and Angel Place on Facebook. She speaks Swedish, English, and Greek. Her sole mission is to spread love, light, gratitude, and channeled messages from the angels and the ascended masters. Anne works with angel card readings, spiritual guidance, and soul realignment to help others find their way toward their spiritual life path. Her new radio show is Soul Sisters, Soul Realignment, co-hosted with Susan Schumacher at 9 o'clock in the morning, Pacific Time, Thursdays, on PsychicTalk.net. I feel very, very fortunate to have met you and heard about you through your new radio show that you are doing with Susan Schumacher, and it's called Soul Sisters soul realignment. And I want to dive in right away, Anne, and tell us what propelled you to create this show with Susan. It was like an opportunity coming into us because if you send out, it's like you send out intentions into the universe and you, you say that you want to walk this path. And we both stated that and very much stronger in the, the last year, actually. We have been ho- guests on radio shows mm-hmm. during the autumn 2017. And this opportunity came and we said, Oh, we're going to, to do this. It's a passion. No, but, and you live, you've been living in Stockholm and Susan Schumacher lives in Arizona. Tell me how you met. We met 2015 in the middle of August, if I remember right. And we both took Doreen Virtue's angel card course mm-hmm. uh, online. And we met through that course because there's a group online on Facebook. So I think that Sue sent out something. She sent out a message with a, a friend ball kind of thing. Uh, to people and I was one of them who answered and we immediately connected to each other and I feel and I know she feels too that it's like finding your twin uh, after eons of time it's absolutely fantastic what is soul realignment soul realignment is a healing modality and it's based on Searching information for, for the, the soul who is asking for advice through the Akashic records. 
And it's a very deep healing modality because you can actually find out uh, things that are interfering in this life or maybe it's giving a hint who you really are so you can finally be at peace because most people when when we go into the Akashic Records and find information about them, they say, yes, uh, I recognize that, it's me, but I always try to do something else with it, for instance. Hmm. So many people are so used to their gifts, and I'm one of them too, so we do just take it for granted, then we think that someone else has a greater gift. But we all are unique, and we all have an energetic signature. Hmm. So that is a, a great help, actually, to, to be able to, to see yourself maybe in a different light and to, to get into your inner core. Can you describe to me how that experience, how does that happen for you when you are conducting a soul, uh, a reading? What is that like? Well, I always ask for people's, I want name, uh, the birth date, year, where they were born, mm-hmm. and their address where they live at, at right now. And based on that, I connect. I have Akashic Record Guides, and I started out with two. Mm-hmm. And during the way, it's coming more of them. And it's angels, and it's guides, and it's a lot of people. Uh, around me and it's actually not me doing the work so I just log in to the Akashic Records and I ask my questions and I have a because the Akashic Records is a huge contains a huge amount of energy uh, and information so if you think about it it's from the very beginning the origin of a soul until this point in time so it's a lot of information and what we want to do we want to find information that is relevant to this life right now right so it's no meaning for for trying to find out fancy past lives and and things like that yes that could be exciting but that is not what I do. So mm-hmm. I go in, I log in, and I connect, and I start to ask. First, I want to know if I have a connection with the soul I'm asking for. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to ask. The first part is interesting, actually, because I always ask for permission. And even if the person who asks for the reading gives me permission, I want the soul to give me permission. Because sometimes... Um, we come here and we choose to do some things that might be considered negative or or positive, but they really are not. That's a choice because I believe we come here to experience ourselves. Mm. So I want to have that connection with the soul. And then I proceed and I want to see the vibration of the soul, the soul's origin, uh, I want to know the energy centers because like we have chakras, for instance, mm-hmm. the most common are the seven chakras in the body, but the soul has its own chakras, uh, but they are called energy centers. Mm-hmm. So 
it's kind of interesting to when you see you get a story and then I move along to um we have something you know the the cord that connects us with a life force mm-hmm. um i basically check everything out <clears throat> may i very- ask you then um and are you does it come to you as a vision is it a do you hear how do you how do you transmit that knowledge into yes. in, into something that can be shared I actually, I start out, the first protocol, I start out, I douse, uh, but many times I already know. So I have some charts and some some uh, things that I have to look at, and I ask questions, and I, I want to find the answer. I have a pendulum to mm-hmm. use, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I also, uh, very often, you know, it's coming to you, so you just know, mm. uh, and I write it down. And I write everything down that's coming to me, either with a pendulum or a vision. Uh, I often have visions and I can see like a sentence written or a word. So I just know by that. I rarely hear sometimes, but that's more like hearing in your inner ear anyway. Sure. And yeah, I take that information. So I basically collect a lot of information. Uh, it takes me maybe five hours to complete the questions around it and to, wow. it's also like a meditation. You're wow. not very deep down into meditation, but you, I want to be somewhere. I kind of withdraw from the world. So I yes. want to be somewhere quiet. And then I take that information and I start to ask about uh, I, I ask about blockages because those parts are very interesting too because they can they can prevent us sometimes from moving forward yes. uh, with something and we don't understand what is blocking us yes. uh, and it, it it's n- n- um, never anything bad really but it's it might be things that we have carried with us from past lives into this life, uh, we may have made a wow to someone. Have made it, we may, we may have, I'm sorry, say that again. We may have done what? Made a vow. Oh, made a vow. Ah. Yeah. For instance, in a past life. And we haven't cleared that out because here's the thing too. If we created something uh, energetic, an energy within us, that is connected to our soul, then that needs to be cleared in the dimension and the vibration where it was created. Uh. So we can't clear it in between lives. We have to do it when we are incarnated, if that makes sense. And Mm -hmm. it's basically, we come here and we don't remember. Most of us don't remember past lives and things. Some of us have glimpses. Mm-hmm. But most people don't know. So there can be things, connections that we kind of still have, we yes. still keep. Uh, and we tend to, to incarnate with the same people. So it's like a soul family yes. of a sort. And we know that we recognize each other. We can't just put our finger on it. 
So it's interesting and that can help us because even if the, the first situation when we made the vow looked like um, different than our life is right now, we can still have, it's like if I made a vow to you mm-hmm. in a past life and I promised you very heartfelt that I would never ever leave you. Yes. That might bring me in this life to feel that even if I I know logically, I feel like I didn't do enough for you. So somehow that can, that energy can keep me uh, in a blockage. Yes. The radio show, the radio show, Soul Sisters, Soul Realignment. Back to that, how can we contact you on the show? Can we actually get a reading on the show or ask you a question on the show? How does it work? Uh, on the show, yes. we actually do like this. We speak about soul realignment. Okay. And just like you have, and I are now, we talk about yes. it. Okay, got it. We just bring it up as a subject yep. because the reading takes much more time and you can't actually do a mini reading for someone. So on the yeah. show, we give mini readings, but those mini readings are, uh, we pull a card for the caller uh-huh. or we... We just intuitively give a message, channel something nice. for them. Nice. That's so nice. That's so exciting. And the show is an hour and it's on Thursday yeah. in the morning here yeah. in the States. So you can start your, your Thursday morning at nine o'clock on, um, looking out at the Pacific <laughs> and tuning into this, to this wonderful radio show and getting to know Anne. And Susan, now, Anne, we, I'm fascinated by your childhood. What you described, you, you grew up in a family of women who drew cards. Yes. That's fascinating. It couldn't be any more different than mine. So tell me more about that. What kind of cards were they? Who was it who was drawing cards? Actually, my grandmother. She pulled ordinary play cards and she did readings. Yes. Uh, we never had the discussion with the, the spiritual side of it because she just had the gift. Uh-huh. And for me, uh, it, it's not just that you have something, but they go hand in hand, um, if that makes sense. Because when you have a gift and you don't understand everything you receive, how you can interpret it. And I think these times we live in right now are very special because I think it's the first time in our human history where we have so much contact with each other so we can, we can learn and we can figure out. So my grandmother at one point, I think I was around maybe 12 years old. She stopped with doing the readings because she, she, got afraid. I think she she knew she could see things and give people messages, but she didn't have the spiritual side of it and how you can grow into. Uh, but my mother actually continued a bit. So I started to visit meditations with my mother, and my mother looked at tarot cards as well, but my mother had the opinion that tarot cards they are not always of the light because 
I think that is many people think that because they have the death card, the tower. Yes. And it, it, it can really look very frightening. But if you think of it, how, how it actually can mean, and I think it means, for instance, if you pull the death, death card. Yes. Uh, in a ordinary tarot reading, I, for me, it's like, that means that a cycle in your life is coming to an end. Yes. So it's new beginning in yes. reality. Yes. And the tower is like, yeah, sometimes things have to fall apart. Yes. So you have to release something so you can keep on and let something new in into your life. She also kept uh, that gift to do it with ordinary play cards. And she did for me until wow. 1.2 where she went frightened because she she was absolutely so spot on and, and it was not such a joyful experience. Um, oh. She said that I was going to get an inheritance uh, and we couldn't figure out from whom. And a week later, my boyfriend died. Oh, that yes. was so, that was the the terribly tragic. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was a bit shocked by, by that too, because okay. she actually told me a lot of things in that reading. And I think it, it's important to know that when someone gives a reading, you know, if I would do a reading for someone, I'm just trying to say what I see, and we we try to to say it in a nice way, of course. But it's not it's not to put it in roses either, because yeah. sometimes we can help someone if we can prepare them for that something is coming yes. for them in a nice and uh, calm manner. But my mother did something else for me. She invited me to some meditations with a guru called Maharaji. Ah. So I started, I think I was going to those meditations for, for maybe six months or so. And, it's called the knowledge and it helped me a lot. And I was in it, initiated and they opened my third eye. And, and did you feel that? Did, yes, was it, oh, it wow. It and how old were you? I was 20 years old. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, it was <laughs> In 2000, you felt the, um, the calling to develop your spirituality more consciously. So some things happened with you and with the angels. You had angel encounters. Yes, I had many encounters and we were about, um, we had a little bit of a rocky marriage. I think that's usual because when, when things happen in your life, then you tend to seek for a deeper meaning. So I think that pulled me very much. And I, I had this sense and feeling of being surrounded by angels and by spiritual beings. And I felt it almost daily. So I said, I had to do something. And when you open up also, when you set your intent and say, I'm willing to start to develop this further, uh, then the universe often and the angels and your guys, they often increase their presence for you. So I found a group. Uh, which I didn't expect um, here in Greece, a group of Swedish women 
studying the Celestine prophecy with James Redfield. So I started to study with them. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You found your, you found your sisters, you found soul sisters in <laughs> Swedish soul in sisters Rome. in Greece reading yes. the Celestine prophecy. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Oh, cool is that? So, ah, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about the encounters with the angels that happened around that time. Yes, for instance, I could feel while I was sitting uh, mostly actually on the uh, porch. I think you say veranda outside here. Mm -hmm. I could sense, I saw like orbs in the air and I could see at one point I saw a huge angel. I think it was over two meters, maybe three. Mm. It was very big. Mm -hmm. And I was a bit sad also at that point. So I felt that they came just to, to comfort me and also to show me that, um, I'm not crazy because sometimes you think that Am I imagining myself this yeah. because I'm having a kind of a hard time and a challenge? Mm -hmm. <laughs> my, my sense of this, because I always say uh, that no one of us living here right now on this earth, which is very dense, yes. we can just share our experiences. But my belief is that God, the divine is living within us and the angels are higher spiritual beings. That doesn't mean they are better or anything than us. They just have another task. And they, I don't believe that angels come here to incarnate like we do. They uh -huh. have other uh, duties to do, mm -hmm. so to speak, uh -huh. in the dimensions. And we chose this thing uh, to be here, to come here and incarnate here on Earth. and. Um, I just believe that, no, I don't think that we can ever pray to something that we think is outside of ourselves because it's not. Mm -hmm. uh, I do believe that we have the power within, and that is coming from the source, from God, from the divine. Mm -hmm. And the angels have appeared to you, in, in, they've differentiated themselves. You, you talk yes. about the archangels. Please explain more of that experience. Yes, they have come in different manners. It's usually when I don't um, ask them to come and I don't expect anything. Uh, last year I had three incredible encounters uh, with Jesus. That's but he's more considered an, an ascended master, I suppose. But for me, he's an angel too. Mm -hmm. um, so he came to me in visions, very strong visions, uh, just out of the blue. Mm -hmm. And it's like when they show themselves, when they come to you, sometimes they have a message, something to say to you. And other times they just want to make their presence shown for you so that you know that the signs around you because it can come either, either you can channel their messages or you can see sound, um, signs in your reality. Mm 
if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so angels, for instance, um, Archangel Mary, Mother Mary, the Divine Mother, yeah. she's coming to me too, and she helped me with many things. And I asked her. I usually pray to her for help when I know that I need some spring uh, and to see things a bit clearer and for a bit protection. And she's always showing the way. Sometimes we tend to be very impatient here. So we want things to happen at once. But yes. If we just calm down center, they will show us everything. And also in the Akashic records, um, we have different kinds of guys because they have different energies and they're helping with different tasks. Mm -hmm. So my first uh, guide there, I was surprised myself. That was a dragon. And I said, hmm, I never worked with dragons before. Yeah. But it makes sense because, you know, dragons are very powerful. They yeah. can handle all elements. So that's beautiful. And then I got Archangel Raziel. He's a messenger of God. Uh. He's uh, keeping the, the, keeping the secrets of God and the divine. And that was a, a real honor. I feel very honored. Uh, for them to come, but yeah. I always know that they they have something that they want me. Uh, either I I get a message. Sometimes I can sit down and write, like automated writing, mm -hmm. so to say. And um, but they always want to show me, and I know that when I have, for instance, Archangel Raziel in the Keshek record, that makes total sense, and he's actually in charge of. Ikeshik records. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> so it, it makes you feel, I don't know, it, it feels just so, it's so honorable and it's so, you you are filled with so much love. Uh, so it, it's really incredible. Yes. Tell me the name of the book the, that you, your chapter is in. Yes, it's called um, Warrior Women Warrior. with Angel Wings Born to Love. Awesome. Warrior Women with Angel Wings Born to Love. And Anne Anderson, because you, your, your life has been very dramatic with relationships. Yes. And <laughs> fortunately, we have your wisdom of having experienced those relationships as w in every you know, with a lot of drama and a lot of trauma, but also your relationships and your understanding that relationships are key to our evolvement. Yes, yes, they are. My belief is that uh, we should not be afraid to be in relationships because relationships are really good to help us grow. That doesn't mean that we should be somewhere where it's, you know, dangerous for us or violent. Yeah. But I think if we are open and really look, and I think many people, and I've done this myself, it's very easy to talk about this and say it, because when we react to something in a relationship that someone does, we feel that they do it to to us, yes. right? Yes. But oh, I yes. Think it, it's a really great key if we can look at that situation and say, why do I react? What part in me feels hurt? Why do I feel that? 
because I think a good thing with relationships is that eventually they will put us to see ourselves. It's a mirror for us. So Mm. if we can have that go in, um, because someone said, I read that a lot on Facebook and I love the the saying, they say, uh, the only way out is within. So if you can love yourself enough, then you're not dependent to have a relationship with someone and to project things on them or they project them on you, if that makes sense to you. So it's very easy to say. It's not so funny when you're sitting in that specific situation because um, we have feelings here. We get angry. We get irritated, uh, annoyed, and we have those other feelings. We feel the passion and, you know, the romance and everything. And that's fine, but we should really actually develop that in ourselves first, because if we do, then we would not respond in our relationships and we attract someone that um, is more like what we feel we would really want to have. But until we reach, reach that point, it's difficult to do that. So we need to, it's like an ongoing circle. And I think many people ask about why does this person do this to me? And um, what is this person up to? Is this relationship going to last for yes. a long time? Yes. And uh, those are all interesting questions. But I don't think it's really written in stone because it's up to us uh, my viewpoint is that we have the choice, but we need to be conscious. So I think also that most of the time people already know the answer, but they still call. We we want a confirmation from someone yes. to see my senses, are they right? Did yes. I feel the right thing about this? How do we get in touch with you, Anne? Uh, you can find me every Thursday on Soul Sisters yes. radio show on Psychic Talk Radio yeah. Network. Yeah. And we, we show 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. and 5 p.m. UK time. Yes. And, um, I have a website. You can reach me on angelplaceonearth.com. And you can also reach me at psychictalk.net slash Anne with A-N-N-E. Is there anything that you would really like to share right now uh, uh, about anything that relates to your work and your... your message, the message that's coming through you? or your own personal message? Yes, I think actually I have something that is very deep in my heart right now, and there are so many topics that are, but but I think it's very important to be self-aware, and that's um, a challenging part maybe, but it's very good. Don't be afraid to see yourselves and don't judge yourselves because it's equally important to be non-judgmental because if we made a choice for something in the past, uh, 
that is already gone. You don't need to live with that anymore. So just see that you have opportunities to make new choices. So when you get more aware of who you are and what you want and why you're here and everything, you can always make new choices. Always. That is wonderful. That's very valuable. Thank you so much. If you liked this recording and benefited from it, please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels, where you can listen and subscribe. Thank you so much.